Hi, I'm Johnny Vegas, and you're listening to Cop Talk with Dunk. And all you other Liverpool sites, just stop embarrassing yourself, alright? Yo, what up? This your boy Smooth, straight from New York. You're listening to Cop Talk Podcast. Remember this, you never walk alone, but if you fuck with us, you walk with a limp. Alright guys, how's it going? It is a Friday, the 27th of August 2021, and you're listening to the Cop Talk Podcast in association with footballclubshares.com, where you can buy real shares. In real football clubs. That's right. How's it going, guys? You all right? Yeah, well, the weekend is here, so uh, I hope you've got uh, lots of exciting things planned. We're going to take a look over news concerning Liverpool Football Club over the last 24 hours or so. We'll have a look at today's rumours. We've got new emails, um, and we will obviously talk about uh, our next game. So, yesterday, the Champions League draw... Uh, was made. Uh, Chelsea, Man United, Man City in Liverpool uh, all discovered uh, who they'll be uh, playing in the group stages of the Champions League. Um, the the four Premier League clubs uh, have been drawn as follows. So in Group A, you've got Man City, PSG, Leipzig and Club Bruges. Group B, which is our group, is Atletico Madrid, Liverpool, Porto and AC Milan. Group F, Villarreal, Man United, Atalanta and Young Boys. And Group H, Chelsea, Juventus, Zenit, St. Petersburg and Malmo. Now, the first round of fixtures will take place on the 14th or 15th of September, while the final is to be held at the St. Petersburg Stadium in Russia on Saturday, the 28th of May. So, um, full details, you know, the full uh, fixtures and everything will be announced in due course. Um, but if you're, if you're planning on any away trips or just want to make sure you don't miss your team's own games, uh, here's when the matches will be taking place. So match day one is going to be 14, 15 September. Match day two, 28, 29 September. Match day three, 19, 20 October. Match day four, 2nd and 3rd of November. And match day five, the 23rd and 24th of November. And match day six will be the 7th and 8th of December. So uh, that is, uh, <laughs> you could say, a difficult group for Liverpool, but it doesn't bother me. When people say things like this and, you know, it's difficult or they've got an easy group or an hard draw or whatever, you've got to play the best. And if you want to be the best, you've got to beat the best. So um, that's I'm, I'm done with it. Bring it on, as far as I'm concerned. Atletico Madrid, I like the look of that fixture there, personally. Uh, AC Milan, a club with great tradition. And Porto won't be uh, a walk uh, in the park either. So that's the Champions League uh, taken care of. We're going to have a little look back and see what's been said over the last uh, 24 hours or so. I mean, the boss, obviously, when, when the draw was made uh, yesterday, said he laughed. Uh, he said he laughed. He said, I laughed, to be honest, pretty loud because it is a tough group, obviously. It's the Champions League, so that's how it is. And you have to play the best teams in Europe, and obviously some of them are in our group. We played, I don't know how often, already against Porto, so they'll be wait, uh, waiting for us. We have obviously a little bit uh, of an open bill with Atletico at AC Milan, a historical one, obviously. So I think our supporters should be looking forward to it. We do, for sure. I know that people sit always at home and think, ah, come on, that would be cool. Then you have this team together at the worst of pot four and the worst of pot one and all this kind of stuff. So we didn't get that, obviously, but we're still pretty ambitious and would like to show the really hard work from last year, qualifying for the Champions League, uh, that it was worth it. That's how we will play the games. So, 
what should we talk about? Shakiri departed Anfield after three years this week, and Liverpool legend Kenny Dalglish wouldn't have put up with the Swiss star's selfish streak. That's according to former Scotland striker Frank McAvenny. What's he, what's he got to do with him? Anyway, he says, uh, well, I suppose he's Scottish, so there's, there's the connection. He says, he was all over the place at Liverpool. I knew it was never going to work. He's too selfish. He was getting into good positions, but not passing to Mane or Salah. That will never end well at Liverpool. He wanted to do it all on his own. Jota did the same when he came in, but he's learned to play with the other attackers. Liverpool have always been great individuals playing in a team. Shakiri never did either, really. That's what it was like under Kenny Dalglish. He wouldn't have stood... Um, for uh, what Shakiri was doing. He came in, didn't work, and he's gone to play somewhere. Fair enough, it was a low-key exit, which shows how the club felt. Mm, it's a bit harsh. I like Shakiri. Uh, I know he had you know bad attitude problems before he came to Liverpool. I've never really heard uh, anyone uh, moan about his... Um his attitude at Liverpool, uh, you know, it's not. I don't. Maybe you know. Maybe you can't change those traits or whatnot. Um, but um, certainly, there wasn't a lot of suggestions that he was doing anything wrong. Just, just think it was a case that the boss didn't really fancy him. You know, um, John Barnes says that uh, Virgil Van Dijk is the best centre back in the world. He was telling bonus code bets. Now you know my feelings on these backlinks to these betting sites. Uh, let's see what he's got to say. He said it's only two games into the season and Virgil van Dijk has just come back from injury. Yet he looks as if he's never been away from the side. As I said last year, he's the best centre-back in the world and he's not different, any different now. There have only been two games played though, so we shouldn't get carried away. But he seems as though he's back to himself after the injury and Liverpool are glad to have him back from the perspective of giving them stability and belief in themselves. But also, just as importantly, having a centre-back partner, whether that is Joel Matip, Joe Gomez or Ibrahima Kanate, will also help the side. Now, yesterday there was reports that Liverpool had made an inquiry for Brighton midfielder Ives Bissouma. Uh, obviously, the 24-year-old has been linked with us for some time. Uh, very good player. Uh, this was um, some quotes that came from... Uh, what, what it's called a sports journalist, uh, Duncan Castles, uh, who was speaking on the Transfer Window podcast. Not many people pay attention to Duncan Castles, but that's up to you to determine. He says, my information is that there are inquiries from Liverpool, Manchester United and Arsenal as to how much it would cost to sign Bissouma. Now he has improved significantly during his time at Brighton and what is quite important here is that his statistics are exceptionally good. You can see why his game would fit Liverpool's setup under Klopp. Okay, what else have we got? Uh, obviously, the transfer of Bobby Clark, the 16-year-old from Newcastle United, uh, has finally uh, gone through. Uh, very exciting uh, talent, been linked with us for quite a while. Uh, he's set to go straight into uh, the uh, under-18s at the academy uh, with Mark Bridge uh, Wilkinson's uh, setup there. Liverpool apparently quote like Derby County goalkeeper David Marshall. This was a report from the Daily Mail yesterday. He's a 36-year-old goal, uh, goalkeeper. He made 33 appearances for the Rams last season and featured for Scotland at the Euros. Um, it wasn't really a report. Uh, you know, just, there wasn't really a, a big thing. It was literally a sentence. It was like an, I remember seeing the article yesterday. It was reviewing each club, you know, and what they need or what not. And there was about one sentence at the bottom. Uh, saying that Liverpool liked the Derby goalkeeper, David Marshall. OK. Uh, Erling Haaland, I've noticed the last two or three days, he's been linked with us more and more. Um, but uh, there was a report yesterday that came out saying that 
his agent, Mino Raiola, would want £34 million to sign him. I think most of you guys know he'd want an astronomical fee, but that's the wedge he would you know, demand for making a deal happen, and that's why Liverpool don't like doing business with him. Uh, he would be a great player uh, at Liverpool. I mean, fantastic player, as Brendan Rodgers would say, but £34 million is another player or two, guys. So what do you think with that? Do you go for Haaland? And, you know, what did you, right, let's forget Haaland. Do you go for players and pay that kind of, what, commissions or fees to an agent? Or do you turn around and say, no, look for someone else? What do you think, guys? It's a lot of money. I would sympathise with FSG on this one. I would agree with them and say, you know what, go fuck yourself. Liverpool are reportedly hoping to complete a deal for Sampdoria star Mikkel Damsgaard. Yeah, he's a 21-year-old. He's shone for Denmark at Euro 2020 and further raised his reputation as a result of his performances, according to this. Uh, and uh, I think this was on the members' website yesterday, you know. Let's have a look. Do, 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 do. Let's have a look in here. The scouting department. Yes, uh, I posted this yesterday. Apparently, our scouts watched him during Sampdoria's match against AC Milan on Monday. I put a video in there of us, in there as well. Uh, and in July, I included quotes from Pep Linders, who said, which country made me smile the most? This is at the Euros. Denmark. What a response from them to... Sh- uh, well, I'll start again. What a response from them to sh- to the shock of what happened to Christian Eriksen. Energy energy from the feet of Joachim Mile. Is that, is that how you pronounce his name? Character from Captain Simon Kiar. Creativity and talent from Mikkel Damsgaard. Um, and uh, he said they were fun to watch. So the, we know that Pep Linders likes him. We know that Liverpool have taken a look at him. That's one I think that you guys should put up for consideration for next year. Uh, Mikel Damsgaard, OK? Um, and it says that uh, Liverpool remain interested in our plotting a decisive assault at the right time to strike a deal. OK, former Liverpool defender Jose Enrique. Hey, there's our main man. Mr. Selfie himself uh, has claimed that signing Saul Niguez or Saul Niguez, Niguez on a loan with an option to buy is a no-brainer. It's been claimed that Atletico Madrid are prepared to accept such a deal with Chelsea and Man United currently considered the favourites to strike a deal. But Enrique has insisted that the Reds should not be pulling out of a deal and urge Jurgen Klopp's side to make a move. He's quoted as saying if it's a loan with an option to buy, right, and not a, not a, you know, a compulsive purchase, it's a no-brainer. That's the reality. If he does well, I believe he's a world-class player and he'd do well. You can buy him and if not, you can just have him for the season. Hey, we like what Jose's got to say. Or should we call him Jose? Okay, the Carabao Cup, the League Cup was obviously drawn as well. Uh, We have got Norwich away. All right, and that will be Liverpool's second trip to Carroll Road in the space of a month. Just looking at the other fixtures in there. Man United at home to West Ham. Leeds away to Fulham. Chelsea at home to Villa. Arsenal at home to AFC Wimbledon. Man City have got Wickham Wanderers. They've got their uh, bye to the next round there. Uh, and Wolves are going to host Tottenham. OK, let's move forward. Let's see if we've got anything else for you. Right. Ives Bissouma will cost Liverpool £40 million. If, you, if we want Liverpool want to buy him, that's according to the Express. OK, and apparently Liverpool see him as the ideal replacement for uh, Wijnaldum. We do like him, we know we like him, not so sure Liverpool will, will splash the cash on him, certainly, at this window. We've only got days left and I've got a bit of a squeaky bum. Right, uh, what else have we got? Uh, we don't want that. Liverpool make contact over Kylian Mbappe move. 
absolute nonsense. Uh, this is reported or flagged up uh, by some website or something called Anfield Watch. There you go, but there you go. We don't need to pay attention to that. This is the podcast, the website for grown-ups, apart from me, who's a raging fucking idiot. Right, England call-ups. Uh, yesterday, Liverpool right-back Trent Alexander-Arnold was called up to the uh, England squad for the uh, September's 2022 World Cup qualifiers after missing Euro 2020 with a thigh injury. Uh, Jordan Henderson uh, obviously joins Alexander-Arnold in the squad. It's a 25-man squad. Uh, the three Lions play three games in seven days as they face Hungary, Andorra and Poland in next month qualifiers. Okay, right, what next? What should we do next, guys? Uh, let's move away. I said I got no emails, didn't I? Uh, we could look at this. Uh, and this, and this, and this. So we're going to look at... Uh, I can't preview the Liverpool-Chelsea game at the moment because all the stats and everything are not available just now. They'll probably come out later in the day. You know I like telling you all them little bits and pieces and stuff like that, uh, but they're not available at the moment. So we're going to look at the um, today's rumours, uh, you know, what's in the mainstream media. We've got uh, reports in space say Man City have agreed to deal with Juventus to bring Portugal for Cristiano Ronaldo to the club. Uh, the Guardian say Juventus want between £21 million and £25 million for Ronaldo with City expected to offer him a two-year deal. I'd love to have seen him at Liverpool, wouldn't you guys? Uh, Sky Sports, the Italian club expected Ronaldo to stay but are keen to sign City's Brazil forward Gabriel Jesus as his replacement. Um, I don't want to read from that publication. Calcio Mercato say Juventus are interested in re-signing Italy striker Moise Keane from Everton. Moise Keane on, uh, from Everton on loan with the obligation to buy the 21-year-old next summer. The Express say Liverpool have inquired about signing £40 million rated Mali midfielder Ives Bissouma, 24, from Brighton. While the Telegraph say Wolves have rejected a loan bid. This is interesting. For Spain winger Adama Traora from Tottenham as they are committed to keeping him alone. But that's a bit cheeky, isn't it? Sky Sports, West Ham are targeting CSKA Moscow and Croatia forward Nikola Vlasic, 23, as they look for alternatives to Manchester United's England attacking midfielder Jesse Lingard. Fabrizio Romano says Watford have opened talks with Tottenham over a possible deal for France midfielder Moussa Sissoko, 32. Uh, what we're moving on to now, we're moving on to uh, L'Equipe. Let's have a look. Where did I lose it? There we go, L'Equipe. PSG are targeting moves for a number of players, including Man United and France midfielder Paul Pogba, 28, and British Dortmund's Norway striker Erling Braut Haaland, 21, as they prepare for a season without Mbappe. Sky Sports, Real Madrid have made an improved £145 million bid for France and PSG forward Mbappe, 22, after their initial offer of £137 million was rejected. ESPN Brazil say PSG will target Everton's Brazilian forward Rich Allison if Mbappe leaves with the 24-year-old's agent already in Paris to discuss a deal. The Mirrors say Man United have missed out on England under-21 winger Noni Madueke. Never heard of him. 19 after he signed a new contract at PSV. The Times, Tottenham and England captain Harry Kane is in talks about an improved contract. The striker, who is 28, is hoping for a deal worth up to £400,000 a week after committing to stay at the club this season. That's just fucking ridiculous money, that, isn't it? I mean, that is fucking ridiculous. Sky Italia, Chelsea are closing to sign Sevilla and France defender Jules Condé, 22, in a deal worth £42 million. Tottenham have opened talks over a possible £40 million move for Juventus and United States midfielder Weston McKenney, 22 according to the Independent, while ESPN say Arsenal manager Mikel Arteta has ruled out the possibility of captain and Gabon 
forward Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang leaving the club. Sky Sports, Everton are interested in Brighton's 25-year-old French striker Neil Maupé, while the Echo say the Toffees are also likely to make an improved bid for Sheffield United's England under-18 striker Daniel Jebison, 18. Finally, the independent Man United will target a central midfielder before the transfer window closes, but may have to wait to move for England and West Ham's Declan Rice, 22. How's about that then? Right. Have we got anything else? I feel like we've gone through everything. Uh, is there anything else on there? there? Must be something to talk about. What have we got here? Uh, no, there's not, guys. How long have we been recording? We've been going for 15 minutes. 15 minutes? Is that all? Bloody hell, it is quiet, isn't it, then? Uh, it would have been nice to preview the um, the game, um, but I can't do that. Right, let's have a look. Uh, what should we do now? We'll do our acknowledgements, guys. Uh, we'll do our acknowledgements if I can find them. There we are. These are the lovely people that support this podcast. And if it weren't for these fuckers, there wouldn't be a podcast. I hope you're fucking grateful. Right, so how do we do this? Right, first of all, we have to go here. Can you tell I've only just got up? I can't find it, guys. That's what she said. Right, here we go. Yes, I've only just got up uh, and I, uh, I haven't had a cuppa or anything just yet. So, what what we got on here? Right, okay, if you want to support this podcast, you can do so by going to www.coptalkpodcast.com. And for the cost of a coffee, vodka, Diet Coke, really, once a month, you can become a supporter of this podcast. I've all the adverts removed and listen to the bonus episodes when they become available. Um, and also, if you listen to the DKB podcast, which I think I'll be doing one today, you can uh, listen to that too, ad free, and also the private episodes of that. So... Uh, let's give a shout out to you lovely people uh, that support me and support this podcast and make it happen. So we do have some uh, some new additions. I mean, there's, there's been a few recently. I'll go through the list first and then we'll work out who the newcomers are again, okay? So we've got the, uh, we've got the supporters. We've got Callum Metcalf. We've got Darren Glyn Taylor. We've got Harry Jacob James. Jamie Gilmore. John McCafferty. I haven't seen you for a while. John, where are you? Well, we've got Kiran Jit, Lorraine Taylor. We've got Mohammed. Nassar, we've got Paul O'Kane, St. Rude, Scott Cheatham, Simon Digweed and Tom Brown. Then we've got our legends. We've got Vivek, of course, Tyler Dean Williams, Matt Wells, Mika, Kuldip, John Richards, James Lee, Jack Wood, Jack Rudge. We've got Eric Donnerboy and great tits. Uh, sorry, guys, she's a friend. I know her in real life, though. <laughs> Just telling a fact. Craig Alford, Big Wave, Dave, Andrew Evans, and we have got little Smiley Adam in there. Well, he's not little, it's just a small picture, and he's always smiling with his girlfriend in the picture, which is very nice. It'll never last, though, it'll never last. And then we have what we call the legends. Not the legends, the royalty. Oh, fucking hell, I'll be getting beheaded. That's right, we have got Aaron, we've got Chris Jenkins, we've got Jay Garrett, James Waggett, the beautiful Jen, we've got the not-so-beautiful John Watt, also known as Mophead, we've got Michael Couchman, and we've got Paul MC as well, that's the royalty. Um, so yeah, right, so I want just wanted to give a quick uh, shout-out again to our newcomers, just in case uh, they haven't heard. So we've obviously, we've had Mohammed. Uh, join us, Mohammed Nassar, we've got James, uh, Kiran Jit as well, we've got Glyn Taylor, uh, we've got Paula Kane, uh, we've got Ari, this is all within the last, what, 
week or two, something like that. So that's very nice, isn't it? So we've got some new uh, additions to the squad. But will Liverpool get any new additions to the squad? Mm. I'm keeping the... Oh, excuse me. I'm keeping the faith, guys. I really am. I'm not throwing a towel in yet. We can all go mental together next week. Right, let's have a look and see if there's anything on the members' website. What they're talking about this morning. Oh, excuse me. Well, they're talking about Chelsea. Uh, I have nil hope of us signing anyone now. Weekend upon us and Bank Holiday weekend are perfect. Excuse to say we try, but run out of time. Damsgaard would be a, would be great in my opinion. Um, uh, let's have a look. Uh, everyone's basically saying that uh, you know, everyone's just basically uh, you know run down and disheartened because there's been no transfer activity. Right. Um, I'm going to uh, sign off and leave you guys. It's a short episode, but there's nothing else really we can talk about. There's no emails, so I can't pan it out a little bit further for you. I would like to have previewed the Liverpool-Chelsea game, which obviously uh, kicks off tomorrow at 5.30 at Anfield, and that's going to be some game. And I was talking to some fan, uh, some friends of mine, fans of other clubs yesterday, and um, they were they were very much in the opinion that it would be a difficult game and that if Liverpool beat them, it would be a real fucking, you know, uplifting event. And I think that tomorrow's game, guys, could be one of the most important games of the season. Now, I know what you think. You think, what are you talking about, Dunk? Season's only just started. Yeah, but when you get to the end of the season, you go, oh, if we only had extra three points. This is a fucking big game, guys. This is as big for me as any game in the last few weeks of the season. Uh, I think Chelsea look absolutely brilliant against Arsenal. Maybe Arsenal were just terrible, but there was times they looked okay, but they just didn't stick to that momentum. So, for me, Liverpool, guys, I tell you what, if we beat them tomorrow, if we beat them, I'll sound just like Kevin fucking Keegan. Uh, if we beat them, I'll love it. Just fucking love it. Because they've got to go. Anyway, that's your lot. So, don't forget, you can follow this shite on uh, social media. Where is it? Cop Talk Podcast on Twitter, Cop Talk Podcast on Facebook, and also Cop Talk on Facebook. Facebook. Okay, guys, that's your lot for today, I'm afraid. Uh, I will um, finish this off. I will go and get a cuppa, maybe a bit of bacon and egg, you know what I'm saying? All right. And, uh, and um, get on with my day. So, yeah, if you want to support the podcast, coptoppodcast.com. If not, if you're not in a position to support the podcast, for example, uh, financially, you can drop me an email, podcast at coptalk.com. Right, guys, I'm off. Have a great weekend. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. 